Good evening, everybody. Welcome. Another podcast, Inside Polling. Two weeks to go. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, Some changes in uh, the way I'm analyzing the polling. I'll talk about that in a second, of course. uh, And also, I want to thank all the listeners uh, the show is blowing up. We had about 50% more people listening, and I get it. Um, I get it. We're getting closer. I call it the common person, the normal person. I guess I should say the normal person's probably just starting to pay attention to what's going on, watching the news, interested in what's happening, watching the polling, and I appreciate every, all of uh, the new listeners jumping on board, too. Uh, uh, what do we do here? We're just polls. Pulse, pulse, pulse. I'll be doing it for the next 14 days. You know, probably really what 13 days if you want to include today and, and uh, go into the uh, Monday before the election. Uh, you know, I think we've got a few changes happening. You know, I love to bring you those as early as I possibly can, and so everybody knows uh, ahead of time before the polls, all the polls start breaking that way. Uh, so let's do a couple things. Number one. I want to let you know I've changed my the way that I do my averages on InsidePolling.com. I was the first one to move to 14-day averages, which means I take all the polls within 14 days and average them together in, what, in whichever type of poll it is. It could be Trump's approval. We take 14 days of all the polls that are out there, average them up, and give you the number. Same with the general election on the national level. And the same on the state level, too, uh, with, with the state polls. Now, I've moved to seven days. We're at 14 days to go. I cut it to seven days. And why did I do that? Number one, you know, it takes, you know, you know, we're always looking for where the momentum is going. So now we're using much more current polls. Because remember what we discussed last week. And I appreciate all the comments back. I know sometimes I talk... Um, you know, in basic terms sometimes on politics or polling, and some of you already know it, and I appreciate you staying along with us sometimes when we're we're teaching. But polls are not, when we get a poll, it's not from yesterday. Sometimes it could be six, seven, eight days old. So, and it takes three, four days of polling data for, for these polling companies to get their accurate polling. So when I cut it to seven days, imagine if I left it at 14, we're getting data from 20 days, you know, six days earlier than, than 14 days ago. So not to confuse you, but I'm cutting it back to seven, which gives us more current information. I can't cut it back any further than that just because I'm going to start losing certain states that have minimal polling, and that would leave them out of, of the polls. So we're going to keep it at seven. We know what we got going. There have been some changes. Uh, I have a different... I have a different um, general election number. I have many states that have changed. And I have uh, where this the momentum is going in some states. Okay? Let's take it from the top. Let's start with Trump's approval rating. And uh, let's walk through that first because I think that's going to be helpful. I only have, and this is fascinating, isn't it? I only have three 
approval ratings in the past couple days. Now, I know I was with you on Sunday. We walked through the electoral map, and we walked through some uh, different scenarios. So let's get to Trump's approval. Harris X, approval rating for Trump, 46. Disapproval, 54. That's a negative 8. Rasmussen, 49 approval, 50 disapproval. That's a negative 1. New York Times did a Trump approval rating, 43 approval, 51 disapproval. It's a minus 8. So now we punch in all the polls. We take the 7 days. It gives us a 44 Trump approval, a 54 disapproval. Okay, so 44, 54, it's a minus 10. And this looks like, you know, I always said Trump needed to get to 46 in his approval rating. He's not there. He's not there. He's two percentage short uh, from my view. And I don't like to give my views, as you guys know. I don't like to push too much on it. Um, But that's where I think he needs to be. Let's go to the general election. I've got a bunch of polls here. Um, Let's start off with uh, YouGov and Yahoo. 11 points. Biden leading. Trump, 37 Biden, 48. That's the same as it was the last time they did that poll. And remember, that's what we do here. That's why this our audience has grown. I like to give you what that poll was last time, the exact poll. I don't want to mix and match polls. I want to look at the exact poll. So YouGov Yahoo last time was exactly the same, 11 points. It's still 11. RMG Research, okay, slightly Repub- Republican poll, if you want to look at it that way. But i got to tell you something. The Republican polls are not as wild as the Dem polls. You look at RMG, and I'm going to walk you through that today. A lot, a lot of right-leaning polls came out, but they seemed somewhat accurate. RMG research, okay, so you say, oh, it's a right-leaning poll. What's this going to be? No, eight points for Biden, and that was the same as last time. Okay, so a pretty good poll. 43 for Trump. 51 Biden, that's about right. Seven points. That's about right on the button. Morning consult, 43, 52. 43 Trump, 52 Biden. What's that, a nine-point lead? That's also the same as last time. USC has it at 11 points. 42 Trump, 53 Biden. It's similar. Uh, Legere has it at 11 points. What was it last time? 11. New York Times has it at nine. What was it last time? An eight. So a slight uh, uptick, one point for Biden there. Redfield and Whitland had it has it at eleven. It's uh, forty for Trump, fifty-one for Biden. It was an eight, slight movement for Biden there. So pretty much every single poll was the same, or just a just a hair uptick on the national race for Biden. Now, the one poll that made the breaking news. Uh, that blew it up, blew it up on my social media. And I even actually saw it in some press clippings today, Investors Business Daily. Now, I've been reading this poll because they're doing a daily poll now. Investors Business Daily was, you know, around nine points, had it been eight, went to five, went to six. And all of a sudden, Investors Business Daily has gone from nine points to five points to two points. Now, Investors, Investors Business Daily was one of the polls that hit it on a pretty pretty good job, did a pretty good job hitting it on the national level last time. So 
They are at Trump 46, Biden at 48. Two-point lead for Biden for Investors Business Daily. That's probably the biggest poll that we've had in the last two days on the national level. Now, so you got pretty much a, a static race right there, but a slight uh, bump there, uh, a big, big run up there for Trump on Investors Business Daily. What did that do to my overall numbers? It actually changed the number. So we had a nine-point race going. Now it's down to eight, 42 Trump, 50 for Biden. And remember, I changed the formula, 14 days to seven days. So now a seven-day average, Trump 42, Biden 50, eight-point lead, eight-point lead. I think that that number's got to be about five for this to be a 50-50 shot. So Biden sitting comfortably, eight-point lead. Now, let's take you to the States because um, I'm going to read you through. I probably have maybe 15 or so. And I've got some pretty good polling companies, too. All right. So let's take uh, Emerson. Great polling company. Great A everywhere. Did Georgia. They got Trump at 48. Biden at 47. Get to Trump plus one. Emerson, Georgia, Trump up by one. It's probably very accurate. They have not done Georgia before. First time polling. So Trump up by one in Georgia. Reuters, Wisconsin, 43 Trump, 51 Biden. What's that? Eight point lead. Last time they did this poll, it was seven. So maybe a plus one there for Biden in Wisconsin. And again, Midwest struggles uh, for Trump. Uh, in this poll, Reuters poll. Now, they did Pennsylvania also, Reuters. You know how I feel about Pennsylvania. Trump needs to win Pennsylvania to win, in my view. Are there other ways? Of course there are. The easiest the easiest way, win Pennsylvania, win Florida, win North Carolina. So, let's take Penn, Pennsylvania. Trump, 45, Biden, 49. Okay. That's a four-point lead uh, in Reuters out of Pennsylvania. What was it last time? Biden plus seven. All right, so that's a decent move. Three points Trump's way in Pennsylvania and Reuters. Uh, Trafalgar did Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Right-leaning poll, but remember, they got Wisconsin correct and Pennsylvania last time. Do you believe them or not? That's what this is all about now. Who do you believe? Do you believe Quinnipiac? Do you believe the New York Times poll? Do you believe Trafalgar? Do you believe Emerson? Or do you want to put them all together, but then you've got those skewed polls that push it one way or the other? Really, really tough. Trafalgar, Wisconsin, 46 Trump, 48 Biden, two-point lead for Biden in Wisconsin, same as last time. No movement. They also did Pennsylvania. 46 Trump, 48 Biden, plus two for Biden. What was it last time? A Biden plus three. So a slight gain for Trump there. Pretty minimal. A two-point race in Pennsylvania. A two-point race in Wisconsin from right-leaning Trafalgar polling company. Data for progress. Super left. Texas. They get paid to do their polls by the Dems there. 
it's tough for me to put this stuff in sometimes, but I want to give it to you. Texas, data for progress, Trump 46, Biden 47. That's showing a Biden plus one. They did have Biden plus two before. Now, this is where you know this drives me crazy. This skews the poll. Biden is not winning Texas. They know it. Trump people know it. You know it. But this is what drives me crazy. Data for progress puts these polls out. Texas with Biden up by one, getting paid by a Dem to do this poll. And who does that hurt? You, the listener, people reading the polls, or newscasters that put these polls up and everyone goes, oh my gosh, Biden's winning Texas. It's not true. But I want to give you that data. ABC News, Washington Post, did North Carolina. Pretty good polling company. Not bad. I mean, listen, they've missed. They've hit. But North Carolina, Trump 48, Biden 49. That's a Biden plus one in North Carolina. Remember, just a review on North Carolina. It was super tight going back and forth. Pretty much a tie for months. Biden has now taken a lead in North Carolina. Here it is again. Biden plus one, North Carolina, ABC News, Washington Post poll. Uh, University of North uh, uh, Florida uh, did Florida. They have Trump at 47, Biden at 48. It's a Biden plus one. Probably about where we are today. There's no doubt that Trump's crawled back there. He's down there basically daily now. And what was this poll last time? Biden plus five. So Trump gaining from five to one. Okay, so we've had two big movements so far. Pennsylvania on one poll, moving three points. This poll moved four points in Florida for Trump. Like him, hate him, love him. You got to give Trump a lot of credit. He's out there. He's banging the drum. He is campaigning. He is rallying. If people think that rallying doesn't work, you are wrong. You are flat out wrong. You may be a Biden supporter. I sat here a month ago and screamed up and down that Biden is not on the campaign trail. Listen, you can't do drive-in rallies with 15 people there. Oh, rallies. Guys, rallies work. Look at Romney, massive rallies. Look at look at Obama, massive rallies. Clinton, rallies. Bush, rallies. They work. Don't try to cover it up and say, no, they don't work. They work. Trump has people on the streets, up and down the streets as he drives down the car for a mile straight. Thousands of people. It gets people out to vote. If you're a Biden supporter, you can hide behind that and say, no, that's not true. You're wrong. You're wrong. You just want to hide behind it because that's what you want to believe. It's not true. And if you get caught, if Trump catches you and you're a Biden supporter, (laughs) you know how I feel. You know how I feel about this. If you're not going to campaign, you don't deserve to win. Let's move on to... Uh, Ohio, Rasmussen did Ohio. Now you say right-leaning poll, right? Ohio, Rasmussen. Oh boy, this is gonna be a big Trump number, right? Wrong. 
Rasmussen put a good poll out. 46 for Trump, 48 for Biden. Biden leading by two in Ohio on a right-leaning Rasmussen poll. Now, people say Rasmussen is right-leaning. But look, they put a good poll out. Just because you lean one way, you still should be able to put a good poll out. This is what I mean about Quinnipiac. Hey, you want to be left-leaning? No problem. Put a good poll out. Rasmussen, he's got Biden up by two in Ohio. That may be accurate. That may be right on the button. Rasmussen did Pennsylvania, too. Trump, 47. Biden up by 50. Biden plus three in Pennsylvania. Hey, that could be a point, a two points off, but that's a pretty damn good poll. Rasmussen hasn't done Ohio or Pennsylvania before, so I don't have any old data for that. Data Orbital, I mean, a polling company no one's heard of, did Arizona. Uh, they got Biden up by five, which is exactly the same as last time. So I do have some old data on that. 42 Trump, 47 Biden. 42 Trump, 47 Biden. New York Times did Georgia. Good polling company. Georgia, 48. Trump, 48. Biden, tie. What was it last time? A tie. Think about that. Two ties in a row. By the way, if you hear that ding that I just rang, that was just a poll that came in. Oh, and I got a bunch of, I got some data that just came to me from uh, from CNBC, which I'll, I'll I'm going to read it live to you um, as I just got it. So I'll get to that in a second. Um, so I just read you New York Times, Georgia, 48-48 tie, same as last time. CNBC did Minnesota. It's a good poll right here. 44 Trump, 48 Biden. Four-point lead for Biden in Minnesota. I think that's right on the nut. CNBC, great job polling right there. Uh, ECU had North Carolina, 47 Trump, 51 Biden. That's a four-point lead in North Carolina. What was it last time? Biden plus three. So ECU has Biden pushing up by one there in North Carolina. North Carolina's causing Trump all types of problems. If he loses this race and loses North Carolina, wow. He loses North Carolina. It's probably over. There's a few inside straights there, but boy, oh boy, without North Carolina, that's tough. Reuters also did North Carolina. Here's another good movement for Biden. You want some good numbers for Biden? North Carolina. Um, Trump, 46 Biden 49. That's a plus three. What was it last time? A tie. So there's a there's the first movement for Biden there. Um, a good poll for Biden that I brought you in the last two days here. Reuters, North Carolina. He improved by three. 46 Trump, 49 Biden. Biden plus three in North Carolina. Reuters also did Michigan. 44, 51. That's a seven point lead. It's probably pretty accurate in Michigan of, of everything we, we've been seeing. Uh, that's also the same as last time. Okay, so Michigan, 44 Trump, 51 Biden, seven-point lead for Biden there in Michigan. RMG, uh, right-leaning poll, did Arizona. Trump, 46, Biden, 47. That's a plus one for Biden in Arizona. No polling data last time. Insider advantage, a right-leaning poll. Again, these right-leaning polls did a good job. Iowa, 45-45 tie. So you don't see these extreme numbers. You notice? This, this is what I'm talking about 
for the Quinnipiacs of the world. Why does Quinnipiac have to put out numbers in Georgia with Biden up by eight? It makes no sense. Here's here's right-leaning poll Rasmussen having Trump down in Ohio, Trump down in Pennsylvania. Here's RMG having a, a Trump down in Arizona. You can still put out good polls, guys, if, even if you're left-leaning. But data for progress, and he's got Biden up by one in Texas. We know that's not true. So let's get to these polls that just came to me. I just got an email here, CNBC. Um, let's read it live, guys. Let's do it. Okay, CNBC and Change Research does this. Let's do the national data first. And sorry, I'm reading this live here. Uh, Trump 42. Biden 52. It's a 10-point lead uh, by CNBC on the national race. I don't have the data right here in front of me on what that was last time, so I'll just take you, take you through this live. Arizona I have here. I've got Trump 45, Biden 51. That's a, what's that, six-point lead in Arizona for Biden. I have in Florida a 45 for Trump, a 50 for Biden. So that's a five-point lead in Florida. Michigan, 44 Trump, 51 Biden. That's a seven-point lead in Michigan. It's about what we've been seeing. North Carolina, 47 Trump, 50 for Biden. That's a three-point lead for Biden in North Carolina. Uh, Pennsylvania, I've got 47 Trump, Biden 49. That's a two-point lead. In Pennsylvania, so I'm showing you a lot of close Pennsylvania numbers right now. Um, Wisconsin, 44 Trump, 52 Biden in Wisconsin. So that's an eight-point lead for Biden in Wisconsin. It's all good numbers, uh, and I apologize that I don't have that uh, those numbers for you um, from last time because I just got this and wasn't able to, to obviously check on the history on those. So let's go through um, where we are. So Trump's approval rating now minus 10, 44 on the approval, 54 on the disapproval. The general election has changed from a nine-point race to an eight-point race. And remember, I did, we're using seven-day averages now. So let me take you through um, some of the changes. Um, so... Michigan was a 7 on the 14-day average. I still have it as a 7 now. Okay, so that has not changed. Michigan has still not changed from moving it from 14 to 7-day. Wisconsin uh, was an 8-point lead before. When you move it to 7-day average, Wisconsin becomes a 6-point Biden lead now. Okay, so we have a 7-point lead in Michigan, a 6-point lead in Wisconsin. Nevada goes from a Biden 4 using a 14-day average to a Biden plus 2 now in Nevada. Okay, so some squeezing in Wisconsin by 2 points. Nevada squeezed by 2 points. Iowa goes from Trump plus 1 to Trump plus 3. 2 points to Trump again. Minnesota was 8 before. Now it's 7. Biden plus 7. New Hampshire, 11 and 11. That has not changed. Biden plus 11 in New Hampshire. We need to get some polling data out of New Hampshire. North Carolina, Biden plus 3, 14-day average. Biden plus 3 with a 7-day average. Ohio, 
Trump plus one, now a Biden plus one. Okay, so Biden plus one in Ohio. Breaking news right there. Pennsylvania before was a six, Biden plus six. Now it's a Biden plus five. So watch Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania squeezed, opened back up when uh, when Trump had some bad polling numbers two weeks ago. Squeezed back down to five. That's getting very interesting. Texas was a Trump plus two, but now it's a Trump plus one. Uh, Georgia was a a Biden plus one. Still is a Biden plus one. Florida was a Biden plus three. Now it's a Biden plus two. Florida's gotten tight. Arizona was a Biden plus four. It's still a Biden plus four. Okay? So, we see a little squeeze going on in the national race for, for Trump. We see some squeezes with Trump making a, a last-minute uh, rally here, which I know was part of his plan. Uh, you know, try to catch Biden on the last day. And we're seeing some movement uh, for him in some of the states. So, with that, I think we're caught up to date. It's Tuesday night around 9 p.m. I brought you some live data, too. Uh, that was kind of exciting. And listen, I'll be back with you soon. I mean, maybe tomorrow, maybe um, maybe Thursday. So listen, I hope everyone's having a good uh, good time. Keep sending me the message. We appreciate you listening. InsidePolling.com for all the data I just read you. Inside Polling, one on Twitter. Come see us over there. Grab all the instant tweets all as soon as those polls come out. And of course, don't forget... If you don't have in social media, go to InsidePolling.com, click on the latest tweets. You'll get the tweets as I'm talking, or you can just scroll right through them and get all the data for that day uh, if you don't want to wait for the podcast. Guys, appreciate you listening. Everyone, take care.